Welcome to Guided Way Ministries with Pastor Alan Rogers. In a fast-growing cold world, this message offers you the bread of life and an opportunity to drink from the fountain of living water. In this message, you will hear only the truth, and if you do not want to listen to it, turn it off. If you are hungry for revelation in the Word of God, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, if you are looking to be spiritually uplifted, be willing to listen, and listen with all your attention. For what you will hear in this message is not carnal, but spiritual. We hope you are blessed, edified, and fully rejuvenated in your spirit to continue with everyday life. God has been really, really, really good to us. It is an it is an honor to be in the house of God one more time. Yes. Thank you, because it was an honor. <laughs> but God is good to us. I am very excited today. Today is a great day that the Lord has made. I also am thanking, thankful for God that I am not incarcerated, been there, done that. And it's it freedom Amen. is what people take advantage for. You know, you're out here on the street, you do whatever you want to do, and you take it for granted, your freedom. But once you hear those cuffs go on, the, on your back, and you sit in the back of that police car, you re- realize freedom is very important. Amen. I praise God for freedom. Today we're going to talk a little bit about giving, uh, of thanksgiving, because God has been so amazing to us, and, and none of this, none of this that we have would even be possible without the Lord. We couldn't clap our hands without God, we couldn't wake up without God, we couldn't do anything without the Lord. So although we're extremely grateful for the things that God has given us, the main thing that we are need to be thankful for is sending his son. Because without that, we wouldn't be here. Without that, we would still be doomed. Because when Adam ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, it was over for all of us. Every one of us. But because God loved us so much, he gave his only begotten son. We're going to be reading in John 14. Normally I have everybody read with me. You guys want to read? So we're going to be covering John 14, 18, and then John 14, 26. John 14, 2. Matthew 27, 50 through 51. And Matthew 28, 20. And Philippians 1, 6. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another day. Thank you, my God, for all that you have done for us. Lord, thank you for this day that you have made, another day that you gave us a chance to be in the land of the living. My Father, bless every heart in this place today, God, and everyone that is under the sound of my voice to receive this word upon good ground that we may bring forth a hundredfold. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In John 14, 18 says, Destroy. 
He's saying in John, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. Comfortless means bereaved, orphan, fatherless, or uncertain or confused. Jesus is making us a promise. He said, I'm not going to leave you confused. I'm not going to leave you fatherless. I'm not going to leave you hopeless. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to show you what you need to do. I'm going to show you the ropes in life. I'm going to show you how to eat of the tree of, of life. Because before we didn't have it. After Adam ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, God placed a sword around the tree of life that nobody could get to it. But Jesus was saying, I am the one that's going to take that sword away. I'm the one that's going to move it so you can have all the life you want to have. Now, the only thing stopping you and I from eternal life is ourselves. We are no longer bound. We're no longer doomed. We're no longer under the, 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 the under Satan's grip because Jesus did away with all of that. And he's telling his disciples, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I might leave in the flesh to go back to the Father, but I'm not going to leave you comfortless in the Spirit. That's not going to happen because God said, who I gave you, don't lose any of them. That was one of Jesus' commandments that God gave him. Don't lose what I give you. And so Jesus never will lose what God gives us. John 14, 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Now I want you to understand something about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will teach you and bring things to your remembrance, but he can't bring something to your remembrance that you don't know. So you have to spend your time meditating in the Word of God. You have to spend your time praying. You have to spend your time reading because then the Holy Ghost can remind you of what Jesus told you. But if you're not listening to Jesus in the first place, he can't remind you of something you don't know. Then you come up with temptations, you come up with battles, you come up with all of these things, the fiery trials of the devil, and you can't fight because you can't remember something you don't know. But when you meditate in the Word of God, when you begin to eat the bread of life, the Holy Ghost will remind you. When the devil comes in and tempts you, he'll give you scriptures. Don't do that. When the devil says, go here, he'll say, no, nah, you don't want to do that. Look at what happened when he tempted Jesus. Jesus quoted scripture right back. Because the devil will quote scriptures, but he'll have a twist. He'll quote them with a twist. But Jesus quoted them right back exactly what it meant. That's what we can do when we have the Holy Ghost. He said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. He knew, knows what we're going through. Right. He knows what we're struggling with. He knows our pains. He knows our happiness. He knows everything about us. So he knows how to comfort us. He knows how to bring us through. He knows how to secure us because he's been through it. He went through it before us. And now he knows exactly how to bring us out. John 14, 2 says, In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Prepare means to provide and to make a way. He said, I'm going to do that for you. 
It might look like I'm leaving, but I'm only leaving to make a way for you to follow me. Because if I don't go, then you can't go. If I don't go back to my father and prepare a place for you, then you can't go there either. But if I leave you in this flesh, I will make a way for you. He made a way not only then, but he made his way when he went to the cross. Because back in the day, only the priest, the high priest, could go behind the veil. So if the high priest does not go behind the veil to speak to God on your behalf, you couldn't get there. Only the priests were allowed to give sacrifices unto God. Somebody just could not go and give a sacrifice to God. You had to be called to do it. So if the priest didn't do it, yours just don't get accepted. When the king would mess up, everybody paid. When the priest would mess up, everybody paid. Jesus said, I'm going to do away with that. The soul that sinned it shall die. I'm going to give you a chance to go to God by yourself. You don't have to wait for Alan. You don't have to wait for Mary. You don't have to wait for Walter. You don't have to wait for anybody. If they don't want to go, you can go. If that priest doesn't want to show up, he doesn't need to. You can go. That doesn't mean don't listen to one another and love one another. That means if you see anybody that don't want to go to God, you can go. Jesus made that way possible for us to go to God because he saw what was going on. What did the own priest do to him? Falsely accused him, lied, set people up to get him. The ones that were supposed to be leading the flock are the ones that were trying to kill him. He knew you guys are going to go to church and you're going to have the pastor up there that he's not going to be doing right. But he doesn't need to do right. You can still go. Just because your pastor doesn't do right, that doesn't mean you're doomed. Just because the leaders of the church caused the people to error nowadays, that's not the case. You can go. You don't need those leaders to lead you. It's good to have them, and if they're leading right, follow. But if they're not, you don't get doomed just because they're not following Christ. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. But what happens if Paul didn't want to follow Christ? Everybody else didn't go get messed up. They can follow Christ. God made a way for each and every one of us to go to God on our own. Yes, we need each other. We're supposed to need each other. We are the body of Christ. We're supposed to love each other. We're supposed to help each other, one of another. But if people don't want to, you can go on your own. You can say, Lord, if they don't go, I'll go. Where you lead me, I will follow. They might not, but I will. You don't have to be left behind anymore. Jesus took all of our sin, our guilt, our shame, our pain, our agony. He took all of it upon himself. And he nailed it to that cross. He nailed it so that we don't have to be under it anymore. He did away with it. And let me tell you, when he hung his head and died, that veil rent from the top to the bottom. It gave us access to the holies of holies. It gave us access to bow before the throne of grace. It gave us access to the tree of life. When he hung his head and he died, he made that way. He prepared the way. He didn't have to do that. And he told his disciples, don't you know that I can call for 12 legions of angels if I don't want to do this? 
but that's not why I'm here. That's love. And we need to love each other the same way, to, bury, to carry one another's burdens, to help each other in times of need, to be thankful in season and out of season because anything that happens to you is for a reason. It might not look good that day, but if you hold on, there's victory on the other side. If you hold on, you'll find out, oh, this is why that was, and I needed that. I don't like to say this very much, but if I went to, went to prison, I probably wouldn't be standing right here. Because I was running, I, I don't even want to say all everything. It was, it was ugly. But when Jesus sat me down and said, you ain't going nowhere no more, I learned, okay. <laughs> you, you, you got all the ships. You can do whatever you want to do. Let me just go ahead and sit down. Because he'll get your attention one way or another. It's up to you how hard it is for him to get your attention. Because he'll kind of talk to you at first. But if you don't listen, he'll get it one way or another. You're gonna, he's going to get your attention. Hopefully you don't go through what I did. And you let him get it fast. We're going to Matthew 27, 50 to 51. Now let me tell you something. It looked like the devil was winning that day. Had him on the cross. Helpless. Looked like. Life ready to, to give up the ghost. I remember the reading that the soldiers, they smote upon their breasts like they did something. Not knowing I'm just turning over my whole authority and power and keys because I thought I won. When Jesus hung his head and died, what did he do? He went to hell and he got those keys. You are not going to have my children bound anymore. He took the keys to hell and death. That is something to be so grateful for because before that, we were doomed. The devil had the keys to hell and death. What he said went. The Bible says that death reigned. Killed who he wanted to kill, did whatever he wanted to do, and there was nothing we could do about it. But when he thought he killed Jesus, when he thought he was winning, he found out a really great surprise. I lost all my authority when Jesus hung his head. The most beautiful part about it is that he didn't kill Jesus anyway. He beat him beyond recognition, but he didn't kill him. What did Jesus say? I lay down my life for you. You could hurt this flesh all you want, but you can't take my life. And it's the same thing today. The devil can tempt you. He can hurt your flesh, but he cannot take your life. Why? Because your lives are hid with Christ. He can't, he can't make you fall spiritually. He cannot make you sin. He can tempt you really, really good, but he can't make you do it back then. He could make you do whatever he wanted. You were doomed. You were bound to sin. You were tied up by it. You couldn't get out. But when he hung that head, right before he did, he said, it is finished. And he hung his head. 
devil lost. Lost everything that he thought he had. Lost it all. We're going to Matthew 28, 20. The world is still here. So we know Jesus is still with us. He said, I'm not going to leave you. I will not leave you. No, there's another page that says, I will not leave you nor forsake you. I am not going to leave you. I will be there until the end of the world. We don't have nothing to worry about. We got Jesus. We got something to be grateful for. We got a lot to be thankful for. We're going to Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. God started something in his son Jesus. He started something in his son Jesus. And when Jesus was walking this earth, he said, I don't speak of myself. I only tell you what I was commanded to say. What I learned of my father is all I'm going to say. Jesus was doing his father's will. God started a work in Jesus, and it was complete. When Jesus said, it is finished, he finished the work that God gave him to do. Well, God also has started a work in each and every one of us, and he's not going to stop until it is accomplished. So the gifts and the talents that God has given each and every one of us, use them. There's a scripture that says, stir up the gifts that were given to you. You have a talent, use it. Don't, don't bury it. Don't bury what God gave you. Use what God gave you. I don't care if it looks small, use it. Because God uses the tiniest things to make the biggest impressions. And he'll take those big things and put away with them. He started with Abraham, one man. And now there's so many people that believe off of one person. He don't go big. He goes little and makes it impossibly big. Don't think that your gifts and your callings are small that you have. Because they're without repentance. God don't make mistakes. He gave you what he gave you for a reason. And if you use it, it will be bigger than you could possibly ever imagine. And let me tell you something. He loves us so much, he's not going to just let us get away that easy. You want to go against God, you're going to have to put up a fight because he loves you that much. I fought for 22 years. But I tell you what, it didn't work. It didn't work. It was a lose-lose situation. And I, I should have known that since day one, but I really tried. I tried to prove my parents wrong. I tried to prove friends wrong. And I'm standing right here today because it didn't work. If I would have proved them wrong, I wouldn't be standing right here. But it doesn't work. Don't fight against God. You have a gift, use it. Give him thanks and glory. That is the fastest way to get God's attention is through praise. Because he says he inhabits the praises of Israel. You have a problem, praise God for it. You got a situation you can't get through, thank God for it. Don't let just today be a Thanksgiving day. Let today be a day that you live every day of giving God thanks. And those problems won't be that big. Because the Bible says that the devil is only as a roaring lion. He ain't no roaring lion. He just sounds like one. Turn up the microphone. 
And that's all he is. He's not that big. Sounds like he is, but he's not. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. That's who Jesus is. That's who we have on our side. You can't lose. Impossible to lose. Give thanks if you're in a situation. Watch it change. Now when you leave here, don't be surprised if the devil gets mad. Don't, don't be surprised. If he wants to act like he's going to go get you, go, go, go ahead. The lion of the tribe of Judah is sitting right there. I'm not alone. I got the Holy Ghost and you that's unbeatable. Do what you think you can do because the devil can only do what God allows him to do. He is no more in control. He has no more authority. We have a lot to be grateful for. And I praise God for today. I'm going to make this message extremely short. But God has been good. Give God thanks. Give him praise. Not just today. And especially when you're going through something. Give God thanks. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. with an open heart. To live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a bountiful return. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he shine his face always upon you. And may he forever keep you in.